0: Ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready. Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive J
1: and Ryan. In a world gone mad, only one podcast has the co-hosts to make you laugh. It's Passive J and Ryan. Hey, how you guys doing? <laughs> Good afternoon, Ryan.
0: It is May the 4th. Star Wars sucks. I'm here to grab your sister's butts. It is (laughs) Big Bird
1: and the Bouncer. God damn right. That's right. I am Passive J. That's Ryan over there. I see the OG Army is forming up in the chat box. Always good to see you guys. How'd your day go, Ryan?
0: Too fucking long. I literally got off a call about, oh, eight minutes ago.
1: Oh, Jesus, man. They're really making you earn your money now, huh?
0: I guess. I mean, with us having to pay 600 extra dollars to all these unemployed people, I guess they can you know, squeeze the dollars out of us employed folks.
1: Well, we us employed people do appreciate it. It's uh, uh, It makes a big difference. Uh, jokes aside, it's the difference between, between me uh, get by and I get by during these troubling times yep but that, that's neither here nor there we actually have all kinds of uh, topics today because i've been uh, reading the news which i try not to do but apparently it's a good source of uh, topics for the show so <laughs> you got anything you want to talk about before we get started ryan what the fuck is going on in flint oh matter of fact that's one of the things i wanted to talk about you, you talk about the security guard guy yeah what the oh. fuck jay okay we'll start off with that um I only read the, the headline and then uh, I, I moved on because that one depressed me. But my wife read the article and told me all about it. So I figured I was going to talk about it. Apparently, at a Dollar General in Flint, um, a someone went in to buy stuff and got turned away because she did not have a face mask. So she left and then came back. She didn't come back with a face mask. She came back with her husband, her son, and a gun. And while the while the husband and wife proceeded to argue with the security guards more about the fact that they weren't let in without a face mask, the son came up behind the security guard and shot him in the head, killing him, obviously. Um, And what the fuck, dude? I mean, seriously, first off, you had to leave and come back. Why not just get a mask? You're making an extra trip. Uh, And it it just amazes me the thought process of, of people that that would come to the conclusion that shooting someone in the back of the head is the solution to the problem. Cause you know, obviously they are able to do their shopping after that. Right.
0: Well, and it negates the fact that this is a goddamn family dollar. Is it really worth going to prison for the rest of your life? So you can buy some fucking off brand Mac and cheese.
1: Yeah. I mean, and the point is they didn't get the shop anyways, you know, the, and, and, and I'm sorry, this is a shitty family. This is how shitty this family is. The, uh, The son shoots the security guard in the back of the head, and then the son and the husband run away, leaving mom there, who is under arrest right now. Uh, They're still searching for uh, son and dad, but Jesus Christ, on top of killing somebody, you abandoned your mama? Come on, dude. This
0: is this is Michigan. (laughs)
1: not all michigan's like that don't put that on me uh (laughs) but yeah it it is a sad thing uh and i guess my wife said this security guard had nine kids i mean that's that's too many kids let's be realistic uh but that's a lot of kids not to have their daddy now just because somebody wasn't able to get their off-brand mac and cheese like you said uh and it's you know i don't know i don't know if it's just a sign of the times or if if it's always been this crazy and i'm just now starting to pay attention uh but man, I got to feel sorry for security guards right now because they're under the gun, both figuratively and literally. They're basically, you know, have to act like half ass cops without any of the support or backup.
0: Which is why no one in their right mind wants to be a security guard at a goddamn family dollar.
1: <laughs> I never knew that was a thing in the first place. I mean, you, know, you could buy the entire store for seventy two dollars. I mean, do you really need to rob the place?
0: Well, these people didn't even want to rob the place. They they yeah. wanted to spend, you know, like
1: $7. Yeah, and buy half the store. Um, my wife shops at uh, family at some of the dollar stores sometimes, so I shouldn't make fun of it. She uh, And sometimes she brings home, like, name brand stuff. I'm like, you got this at the dollar store? And she's like, yeah. I like, So apparently sometimes they actually do have stuff that you'd recognize on shelves at other places. I don't really shop there myself, so I couldn't speak on it. But the wife yeah, likes it. Yeah,
0: but you have to deal with the stench of desperation, and like Ooh. it's just—it's off-putting.
1: It smells like my house. So, <laughs> no,
0: that's depression.
1: Oh, you're right. They—they they, they smell similar. Slightly different. <laughs> All right. Well, you mentioned Star Wars. It is May the Fourth, uh, National Star Wars Day. Uh, I'm going to guess you're not a huge Star Wars fan, there, Big Dalton.
0: No, Star Wars can eat my asshole.
1: <laughs> I, I would call myself a moderate fan. I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. Uh, I like the first two movies. The last one was a little bit weird. Uh, I'm speaking of the, the original ones. The three after that, the prequels were meh. Although I will say some of the special effects and some of the prequels were pretty impressive. But overall, the story wasn't that great. And then the three new ones have just all sucked. Well, let me rephrase that. The two out of the three new ones have kind of sucked. I haven't seen the very newest one, which was apparently released on Disney Plus today. So I'm going to have to watch it with my wife. Uh, my wife's not really a Star Wars fan either. Uh, so I don't know why we're watching it, but it, it's something to do. Um, have you ever out- Have you ever seen any of them?
0: I've seen bits and pieces of them. And I know enough that they suck. And you can stop fronting in front of your, your OG army friends. Like, you have a Wookiee suit. It's it's pretty clear you're a big fan.
1: <laughs> no, no, not really. A Wookiee suit was was because uh, I thought it'd be funny, and I was really tall, so I'd fit into it. Uh, more than, like, it's not like I'm a gigantic Chewbacca fan or anything like that. You will notice I do not have any Star Wars tattoos, which is a good indicator of whether I like something or not.
0: So you only like two things, is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Basically, your entire
0: life is just Matt growing like cartoons.
1: Well, you want to hear the really funny part? While I'm a huge fan of Futurama, I'm only an okay Simpsons fan. I mean, there's nothing wrong with them, but I'm not like a huge fan. I got the Simpsons cartoons tattoos because it was a cool motif and I liked it. Uh, And they end up being it up being good tattoos, not because I'm like a just gigantic uh, Simpsons fan.
0: Uh, But you just equated you having tattoos of something to being a fan of it.
1: I know I was making a joke about, (laughs) but no, regardless, I'm no, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. Um, It's funny to watch the Star Wars people and the Star Trek people fight about it though. Uh,
0: Yeah, yeah. nerd fights like they're not that entertaining. (laughs) <laughs>
1: all right well i didn't figure we'd have a long talk about the star wars uh, i'm getting to know your taste a little bit better but i figured i'd throw it out does anybody want to call and talk about star wars before we move on uh, i know there are people out there that are fans i'm i'm not expecting any phone calls on this one
0: <laughs> no we our our listeners have more taste than that
1: yeah well goddamn okay well moving on <clears throat> sorry i didn't mean to cough on you guys i got a bit of a uh froggy throat today I don't know why. Uh, another thing I saw in the news: you know, some guy broke into Disney World, managed to get onto a island in the middle of the lake in Disney World, and camped out there for a while before they discovered him.
0: Yeah, I saw that. I saw that story. I didn't really read it though, other than like, who the fuck does that?
1: Well, I'm assuming a weirdo, Um, but he's, yeah, he said he didn't realize that he was trespassing, which is amazing on right there. And he said he thought it was a tropical paradise. Apparently this is an Island that's been abandoned for 20 something years uh, by Disney world. And before that it was like part of a, like a wild animal exhibits, like a mini zoo and things like that back there. Um, So there's buildings and things like that, but it's all overgrown and no one's been in there for years. I have multiple questions that will never get answered. How, the fuck did he get there it's an island so basically he broke into disney world got to the center of disney world and started swimming
0: yeah people can swim i know you might not be able to but people can
1: yeah it's a lake in in, uh in florida i'm not swimming in that shit dude (laughs) um but it yeah and apparently he was there for a couple few days second question how did they know he was there I mean, it's, a, it's an island in the middle of a lake in an in a, in a amusement park that's closed. They can't have that many security guards in the park right now. How the fuck did they figure out he was there?
0: Oh, he yeah. knows everything.
1: Oh, yeah. Team evil bad guy cameras. Okay, yeah. But so they had active cameras in, a, in an abandoned island in the middle of their park. I mean, obviously so, but that's not something I would have thought of. You wouldn't think that to be watching parts of the uh, park that they don't use anymore.
0: Shit, they have cameras everywhere. They also have like underground tunnels and all sorts of crazy shit.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. But the, uh, Disney as goes I, hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But as I mentioned, this place has been abandoned for 20 something years. Uh, did they have cameras all over the place back in the 70s and 80s? Yeah, probably, probably. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, Disney goes hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Doss is mentioning smoke from the bonfire. That's probably a good, that's probably something like that. He was probably doing something on the island that they, that they finally noticed. Um, but yeah, just the Disney people are weird in general, um, and I hate to say it because uh, my one of my sisters is a Disney person. Like uh, she takes her kids there multiple times, but she's also went by herself. Like her and my her and my uh, stepmom went to Disney by themselves, no kids. She's like you know, so like a thirty year old and a forty eight year old. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was about. So 10 the years only early.
0: the only possible excuse that you can use for that is if you're going to Disney World down in Florida, and you're going to Epcot. And you do the drinking around the world tour <laughs> where you just walk around like the different nations and you just get fucking hammered.
1: Yeah. Apparently Disney is a good spot to get drunk too. Uh, my, my, <clears throat> man, my throat is toast today. Uh, my sister has told me stories about having good parties there. So, but I've never been to Disney world, never had the desire to go to Disney world. It's just not my thing at all. I mean, even when i was a kid it wasn't something i thought about i wasn't like oh i want to go to disney world uh i was never big into disney cartoons in the first place so i always thought the mickey mouse donald duck stuff was kind of lame i was a looney tunes guy when i was a kid uh so disney world was never a big attraction for me i can imagine a young dalton pining away to go there when he was a child though yeah not so much not so much huh
0: (laughs) no i was never never really a big disney guy
1: yeah yeah um And uh, you would think, being Florida, there'd be all kinds of different spots that a homeless person could camp out besides Disney World. Uh, You know, if I was homeless in Florida, I'd be heading for, like, the Florida Keys. Uh, I mean, you know, granted, a hurricane hits it uh, every couple years, but you don't have a house to knock down, so you'd be fine, right?
0: Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so the, but that's why uh, people are like, oh, there's a huge homeless problem in Florida. Well, yeah, Florida, California, all these places where it never gets cold. Imagine that. The homeless people aren't stupid. If I was homeless, I'd be fucking moving south right now because I don't want to be in Michigan once the winter hits. That would suck ass.
0: Well, it's less about that. So your homeless problems pop up anywhere that the cost of living is high, the population is ridiculously high, and there aren't enough jobs to go around. Like that's where you see it. Like you see, just as much of a homeless problem in New York City that you do in Florida,
1: and the weather sucks balls there. Right, right. But that's what I'm saying. If if I was homeless, why would I stay someplace where the weather is horrible? I don't have anything tying me to the place, obviously. But there are, you know, there's tons of homeless people in Detroit. Interestingly enough, you don't see them that much uh, because Detroit homeless people are only as homeless as they want to be. uh, With such a large population of abandoned homes in detroit it's pretty easy to find someplace place uh, to at least get it out from the rain if you want to i mean technically they're still homeless because there's no heat or water or fucking you know electricity or all that good shit but i imagine being uh homeless in detroit is at least slightly better than being homeless in other northern cities
0: yeah i'm thinking it's not a walk in the park anywhere but, oh no you know. no
1: uh and it's interesting i watched a uh documentary once uh, where they were talking with this homeless woman uh she lived underneath like a vidoc um i can't remember where it was i'm not sure if it was a michigan homeless person or anything like that but they were talking with her and she had said she chose to be homeless uh it was easier for her uh, apparently she was a drug addict and uh and while she'd been offered opportunities at jobs and, you know, and, and like going to like shelters and this, that, and the other for the lifestyle that she'd chosen for herself, she preferred to be homeless. And that blew my mind. I mean, I know all kinds of people that have been addicted to drugs or things like that, but none of them to the point where, uh, having a real job or a home or anything like that was too much of a cramp in their lifestyle.
0: But you're only like two steps on the addiction journey you know before you're there so
1: (laughs) I know very very few people who've lost their homes and livelihoods because they smoke pot Um, matter of fact none to be honest with you but yeah you know
0: well well, no but you'd get to the uh, luckily you stopped where you did but like two more steps down the wax you know hole you would have been fiending for something a little bit a little bit harsher for you oh no no yeah and then all of a sudden we would have heroin Jay
1: (laughs) which might which might make for an episode or two uh of some interesting conversations but in the long run probably a bad idea i uh yeah uh, i don't know about that i mean wax is pretty much to be all and all of uh marijuana based products as far as potency you know you don't get any higher than that so it, well, as saying, you mentioned like if i was a
0: couple steps away from going into something yeah. uh a little a little more suspect
1: God, I would hope not, but I am an idiot, uh, so, so you never know, but luckily I managed to step away from that uh, particular precipice, and uh, I'm doing pretty good, I haven't even thought about wax, um, I'm still smoking too much pot, but I'm trying to uh, slow down that a, a little bit as well, uh, just to, you know... <laughs> If nothing else, I find that if I uh, am too high, even on a regular pot, it makes for a shitty show. I can't think of anything to say, and there's way more ums and uhs and such. I think today's probably a good balance. I smoked enough that I'm not all wigged out and ADHD, but I'm also not like uh, so stoned that I can't think of what to say. And having said that, watch me not be able to think of anything to say for the rest of the show.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not carrying this son bitch.
1: <laughs> well, you haven't so yet, so I your, didn't expect to start.
0: Back to your day-to-day. <laughs> -hmm. How was your uh, how was your diet today?
1: Diet was not what I wanted. We're still having problems getting uh, the food that we want. Uh, There was no hamburger. There was no. There's basically no beef of any kind at the store today. Um, On the other hand, I've made good progress with your other parts, uh, like the the drink that. I'm supposed to drink after my workouts. I've ordered it all from Amazon. It's supposed to be here in a couple days. I should have ordered it before that. I kind of forgot. That's on me. I should have ordered it last week. So it'll be here sometime this week, which is good. Um, I uh, I did my first workout on your schedule today, uh, which it's funny because I got up looking forward to it. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be good. This is going to be good because for some reason I thought today was bench press, which I actually enjoy It was not. (laughs) It was squats today. All kinds of squats. And boy, is my fucking ass and legs unhappy about it. Uh, As am I. Um, Mostly because it was hardcore proof how much I've deteriorated since I used to work out. And yeah, yeah, I've got the excuse that I got sick and this, that, and the other. But it doesn't make me feel any better about it. Let me give you an example. Um, One of the workouts I did today was uh, something called Bulgarian split squats. Now, granted, I had done some zercher squats before this and wore out my legs pretty good, <clears throat> but when I went to do the Bulgarian split squats, I couldn't do any. I did like one on each side with no weight at all, and I couldn't do any more. Which, and Granted, I was never super-duper strong, but at one point, I was doing split squats, holding a 60-pound weight on each side, doing five sets of five so that's not super duper strong, but that's way better than well, one set of two with zero weight. So that's a pretty big drop in strength.
0: So Jay, it sounds like you made it like halfway through one workout then. I uh, no, I, there?
1: Well, I did. Uh, I started off with doing a set of uh, a hex bar deadlifts. Cause I thought that'd be a good squat replacement. Then I looked down, then I realized I was screwed up because you know, there's plenty of deadlifts later in the week. Uh, then I did, um, Three sets of ten uh, zercher squats, um, and then I did like one set of two, you know, a couple sets of two or three of uh, of the split squats because I couldn't get through them. And then I finished off with something I'd never did before, which was the uh, straight legged deadlift. Um, so the uh, the split squats are the only thing that I really didn't get in like I was supposed to. I, you know, what I kind of liked this the, uh, the uh, straight legged deadlifts. <clears throat> I didn't think I was going to. Go ahead,
0: sir. So it still sounds like you, you didn't really get anywhere near where you needed to be. Like, so on this first week, like you probably should, you said you did three sets of 10 for the Zerker squats. Yes. So um, I'm hoping this doesn't become a trend. Like when I say sets three to five reps, 10 to 12, Mm -hmm. you should really be trying to hit five sets of 12.
1: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, it, it was, uh, I, it was so hard for me to get that. I, I was, you know, I was starting to fail out near the end. So I wasn't sure of whether or not another two sets would do me any good. I am trying to ease into it a little bit this first week. So I don't cripple myself. Um, by next week, I hope to be doing all of your prescribed sets with, with the no, uh, without dropping any sets. But for right now, I've, I have a feeling it might be, especially on my first day, a good idea to like when I start to fail out to, uh, to not do like, you know, a couple extra sets, especially since I hit the minimum of three that you recommended. But yeah, uh, I, I do intend on going to the higher end when I can. And yeah, man, so that was a beautiful
0: bad guy in the chat here saying lower the weight. I think you're already using the lowest weight you could, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's another embarrassing thing. I'm doing zercher squats with just the bar buddies. Uh, yep. So which is what, 45 pounds? yep yeah that's all i could do uh that was really depressing um but like i said like so for the bulgarian
0: split squats like Mm -hmm. i don't know if you just need to rest longer or something but like if you're not using any weight you're just basically doing a body weight Mm -hmm. split squat like you should be able to fight through three sets of 12 on that
1: yeah that's not fair tender. i actually did all everything that was on the monday workout as best as i could I didn't ignore everything and I tried everything. Um, And as I mentioned, you know, those uh, uh, straight legged deadlifts were kind of interesting. I thought I was going to have problems with them because I watched a video on it and and the guy just bends over and picks up the bar, and I can't fucking do that. (laughs) I mean, I can, I can, when I'm all stretched out, I can barely touch my toes. so I modified it slightly. When I picked up the bar, I, I crouched down, picked up the bar, and then once I had it up, I did it uh, straight legged deadlifts, and I liked it. Um, it. I felt it in my hamstrings. I could tell that's I could tell that's what it was for right away. Uh, obviously, I didn't do, use a lot of weight on it either, but I did all my sets on it, and so I'll be uh, you know moving it up that one up as well.
0: Yeah, so uh, this should be an adventure. Mm-hmm. Um... <clears throat> Being that today was actually supposed to be a really e- like Mondays are one of the easiest days on this thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: well, my well, my bot, my lower body is always lagged behind my upper body as far as strength goes, even when I was working out at best. And since I've been since I've been sick and came back from it, I've been uh, I had thought that the hex bar deadlifts were enough for my legs. Uh, because I'd already had issues before that with doing the, the hex bar deadlifts and then trying to do spl- squats and and not being able to do a lot of them. Um, so yeah, I am, I have neglected my lower body and I will suffer for it, <laughs> but yeah, I'm hoping tomorrow will be a lot better. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm still weak in my, on the bench press. Um, once again, when I was, when I was working out, the numbers were not impressive, but I, at one point I was able to do, um, Five sets of five on my bench press of about 170, 180, something like that. So it wasn't huge, but I was actually kind of proud of it because around that time I weighed 180 or 185. So the fact that I was working out with close to my body weight for bench presses made me feel at least slightly strong. But I realized that that's not even the back then. That wasn't a great number.
0: Hey Tenor, what are you talking about? Monday is not squat, hip thrust, and and leg press. I think uh, you're looking at week three. That squat, leg press, and barbell hip thrust. So, uh, Tenor, I think you're on completely the wrong
1: tab there. I didn't even realize there's multiple tabs. I'm glad you said something. I'd be doing the same thing every fucking week.
0: <laughs> no, there are tabs across the bottom here for like, God, what is it, five or six months
1: Holy worth shit. of lifting? Holy yeah, yeah. I mean, I have that saved, uh, <clears throat> you know, under my one of my tabs. And let me look here uh tu, 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 tu. yeah i don't see where that says that oh there's God week one it,
0: so the link is still there you guys can go out and you can download it Oh, there it, it is. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Just okay i see download that week two, a local week three, copy eight. of it of the entire thing start on the very first tab it's called hypertrophy block one week one and then after the first week's over magically you go to the next tab that's called week two
1: yeah i see that down here i was always so busy reading the stuff on top i didn't notice all those tabs on the bottom there and uh, on a completely different note i'm glad you said uh, said that word because i'm 100 sure i would call it hypertrophy
0: and you're trying to win the hypertrophy huh
1: yeah that's right it's pronounced hypertrophy. hypertrophy hypertrophy hmm yeah, I've never. The I, the day. I never even came close to getting that right. That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm happy about this. I, I I'm pretty geeked. Uh, I'm happier when I'm working out. It's really, it's a lot uh, better for my self confidence and my self worth. Uh, whenever I start missing workouts, I feel like a piece of shit. Um, <clears throat> like, like if I miss a workout, I feel like I wasted a day. That's how it was when I was working out. Um, that's why I couldn't miss one because you know the hour that of being lazy that I got in the morning by skipping the workout was canceled out by 12 hours of me going, fuck, I should have fucking worked out. God damn it. So I don't think missing workouts uh, once I'm into this is going to be that much of a problem.
0: Well, yeah, I don't think missing the workouts is going to be a problem. I think hitting everything close to the way that you should hit it will be a problem probably for a few weeks. Yeah. Um, the other thing that you need to be doing, um, obviously, as you're going through and doing this, like after you're done working out fill in like what the actual lift you did was, um, what you ended up getting as far as like the sets and reps, mm-hmm. the weight that you used. And then basically each day, just kind of log like how you felt the workout went. Mm. It's like, these are things that you're going to want to go back and look at. So like by the time we end like the first block, so you get to the first D delo- deload week, which is always the fourth week, you should be able to go back and look at the week one, week two, week three, and kind of see how things went. And then that's like longer term when you're able to like program this yourself. Like those logs are what you use to decide, like, okay, what should I be doing for this next like month long block?
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I do see that you have on there uh, on the chart weight used and things like that. Um, I did something similar when I was working out. I've got like a little uh, dry erase board in my workout room where I would write down what I did, what day, and you know how much weight I was using because uh, I don't have a ton of weight and I only got one or two bars, so I'm changing things around a lot. And I noticed that when I didn't write it down, sometimes I would lose track of what I was supposed to be lifting. As so like as far as how much weight.
0: Yeah, always log what you're doing. It's like it's important to know like where you've been, where you're going, like how this stuff's gonna work for you. Um, but back to diet, since it sounds like you completely ignored everything. What did you eat today, and how often?
1: Um, well, as I mentioned, I, we, I'm still waiting for the food to get in. Uh, so let me think about what did I ate. Uh, after the workout I had uh, actually I had, so I had a branch chain amino acid drink while I was working out uh, after I worked out I had uh, a big bowl of oatmeal um, after that uh, let me think God, I should, I, you know I should need to keep track of what I'm eating because I, I know I ate today because because uh, I was hungry a whole, all fucking day so I kept on eating stuff
0: <laughs> so this is the problem like diets like 90% of any results you get from any program. So like completely, completely putting off and procrastinating and not getting what you needed to get coming into the week, like completely is going to set you back.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize that. And it's and part, trust me, I have been trying to get some of this stuff for a while. Um, I have rice here. Um, I've got a little bit of hamburger that I'm gonna use. Um, uh, we and I've got see one of the problems is I wasn't sure what type of veggies I should use. Does it really matter? I mean, as long as it's just about a cupful.
0: No, just start with whatever veggies you like. Like I'm a person that doesn't eat a ton of veggies, so when I eat them, it's gonna be like corn, green beans, peas, that sort of thing. I don't do a lot of other random shit. Right. It's just really whatever you like is generally going to be good enough for you that it's fine in that meal.
1: Right, right, right. And the answer to that is almost nothing, but I'll, I'll have to find something. Probably green beans. Those are edible. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, uh, then and you are right. That is going to be the hardest part for me. Not not just preparing it, just actually fitting that much food down my throat, because that's a huge amount of food compared to what I eat. I haven't even it's said that. Really it's really not.
0: It's a small, like, meal prep container full of food.
1: Well, see, like for instance, you said twelve ounces of meat every three hours. So, how many, <laughs> so I mean, when I have a when when you when you say like a meat, like I'll have like a, a an eight ounce steak. I don't even have a full pound steak normally like uh somewhere between eight and ten ounces is a steak for me hamburgers are what four ounces so like I'll eat two burgers I you know, I would there's no chance that I would eat three burgers on a regular basis you're basically having me eat three burgers every three hours that is a for me at least a huge amount of food well you, you want to not be a stick figure right no that is true yeah yeah and while I got compliments when I was uh uh yeah, you know, working out before none of them were like dude you're huge <laughs> the The best compliment i ever get got was hey you're getting big not that i was big <laughs> so yeah you're right i do want to be bigger than i am um so yeah it's a work in progress and i'm happy to be doing it and i, I do appreciate your help on it you know all jokes aside
0: oh you damn well better generally <laughs> i do not do this for free and it takes a while to chart out six months for someone
1: Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I had no clue that you went that far ahead. Damn. So now there's even more reason why I have to be on it. How about a complete change of subject, sir? One, two, three, go. ICP beer. That is right, folks. ICP has their own beer now. Isn't that not amazing? What do you think of that, Ryan?
0: weak as fuck, tastes like shit, and has a horrible aftertaste?
1: (laughs) Probably. (laughs) And it also has a weird name to it. They're calling it frothy whoop Dub Clown craft beer. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Oh, and it's available Juggalo Weekend, 2020, Los Angeles, California. I don't know what the fuck that is. Holy shit, we need to look into that. They're going to have a Juggalo Weekend over in in L.A. Get your plane tickets right now, guys. (laughs)
0: No, I'm good. Like they can, they can have their cult to themselves.
1: <laughs> oh, you know what? That, that's we, that, that probably didn't happen. This The article I'm looking at was published in January, tw- uh, 2020. And they said the insane clown posse are just over a month away from kicking off another decade of fandom and, and community with juggalo weekend 2020. So that probably already probably already happened. So we missed our chance, which is a big, bummer. oh,
0: darn yeah. I am <laughs> fucking heartbroken.
1: Yeah, and goddamn, this stuff sounds fucking horrid. Uh, It comes in flavors. Beer shouldn't have flavors. Uh, The flavors are Pink Slap. Oh, I'm sorry, Punk Slap, Blue Balls, and Nedden Wet. Uh, Nedden is their name for a pussy. I don't know if they made it up or if it was a uh, ghetto term already, but they've made it their own.
0: No, yeah, I will completely pass. But along those lines, have you ever had, like, a celebrity, like, food, drink, alcohol, hmm. anything like that?
1: Uh, let me think on that. Not that I can recall, um, mostly because I'm not a big drinker. I know Kit Rock had his own beer at one point. Um, I know Kenny Rogers had his own uh, chicken chain, but I've never actually attended any of them. There's probably none around anymore. How about yourself? You ever try a celebrity product?
0: Uh, A friend of mine got the, uh, Conor McGregor whiskey. Oh, fucking terrible. (laughs) Um, I've thought about buying a bottle of, uh, the rocks, uh, tequila. Oh, I didn't have it. Yeah. So like that guy has like a billion dollars, so it's gotta be a decent tequila, but I don't really drink tequila. Right. So it'd be one of those things that like, I don't necessarily know if I want to dip my toe back in those waters.
1: Right, right. And I believe uh, I believe Ryan Reynolds has got a vodka now. Cause I think I saw a story about how uh, Tom Holland, the guy that plays Spider-Man, uh, has a bit of a drinking problem. So he, during the quarantine, he decided he wasn't going to drink anymore uh, until Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds sent him a case of vodka. <laughs> so apparently that was the end of that idea. Um, and there's yeah, there's always been like, uh, I think, uh, Dan Aykroyd had some sort of weird, uh, vodka or rum or something that it was served in like a skull, uh, uh, bottle of some sort. I can't remember exactly See, what it was. I would have
0: figured oh. with you being, you know, super gangster, you would have bought the 50 cent champagne that runs <laughs> $300 a bottle.
1: Holy fuck. You know, I've only tried champagne twice. Once I liked it and once I didn't, I have a feeling that probably depends on the quality of the champagne, uh. But that would be uh, $300. Man, there's people that spend that kind of money on alcohol all the time, though. Um, as you guys know, I work at a country club, and I see a lot of expensive booze. Like, I've seen people uh, – God, what's the name of it? Uh, Mm, it's three thousand five hundred dollars a bottle and it is of, of of alcohol i've seen him buy i've seen people buy a, a bottle of wine that costs like five thousand dollars uh screaming eagle uh, wine it was called apparently it's really fucking expensive uh i've seen the guy brought bring in a, a bottle that he had from 1931 uh and this guy had such an amazing wine collection that the bottle that he brought from 1931 he had it open no one and uh and no one uh, really drank it. So he told the employees when he left, oh, yeah, go ahead and finish that off. <laughs> so my boss and a couple of the servers had uh, had a bottle of 1931 wine. He, he was actually surprisingly good. He, uh, My boss, who's a big wine expert, uh, had figured it, there was a good chance that it was going to be bad after sitting that long. Uh, I guess when you get really old wine, you're rolling the dice on that shit.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't know. I'm not much of a wine guy to start out with. And like, I just don't get the allure of like, 60 70 year old liquor like
1: yeah yeah oh. it
0: just doesn't sound appealing
1: i knew it'd be i knew sly dog would have the answer for that expensive liquor the king louis the uh 13th i think no no king louis the the eighth that's what that was yeah yeah it's uh, it's a your
0: roman numerals
1: Yeah, it took me a second <laughs> uh but yeah there's some impressive uh amounts of money spent on stuff that i would never even consider spending i mean even if i don't know you know, we make fun of uh, these rich people doing rich people things, but it really is a different world. People are like, I would never spend $5,000 on a bottle of wine. Well, uh, what if instead of making two grand a week, you made like $400,000 a week? <laughs> then would you spend $5,000 do- $5, on a bottle of wine? Because it's not $5,000 no. for you anymore. It's, it's you know, it's pennies. No,
0: I would get a, a $16 case of White Claw and be good.
1: Yeah. Um, like I, I explained it to somebody once uh, uh, using Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods made it was made so much money that him buying a Cadillac Escalade is the same as you buying a cheeseburger at McDonald's as far as like material wealth wise. Uh, And so when you have that much money, I mean, I guess you just start spending it to spend it. Really, Uh, I I I like to say that I couldn't do that because I don't have the mindset to spend that type of money on that kind of things. But when you have that much money, I can understand it. Well, One of the things that many people complain about rich people is uh, they're spending habits on frivolous things. Uh, And I see a lot of that. Uh, There's a lot of parties at my club, Uh, a lot of parties for life events, weddings, uh, bat mitzvahs, bar mitzvahs, all kinds of different things. And some of them are really over the top where they spend tons and tons of money. And, you know, and like I I can hear from (laughs) you... You know, that, that's the attitude most people have about, it. I can't believe you're wasting that type of money on this, that, and the other. Uh, being in the service industry, I have a slightly different attitude about it. As long as they're not like disinheriting their kids, which is unlikely, why not spend the money? Look, if they spend the money, here's what happens. They spend $100,000 on flowers. They spend $50,000 on food. They spend $20,000 on decorations. They spend $8,000 on a band. They, they paid a club $40,000 for this. And they spend all of this money that if they didn't spend it would just be sitting in their bank account and doing nobody any good. But because they decided to have this big over-the-top party, that guy got paid, that guy got paid, that guy got paid, and that guy got paid. How can that be a bad thing? As I said, as long as they're not like, you know, leaving their kids penniless, and even if they did, who cares? I mean, what's wrong with spending the money if you got it?
0: I just don't see the point. I don't see the point in spending a ridiculous amount of money on something consumable. Mm -hmm. Now, again, in that same situation, I could have millions of dollars sitting in the bank. I will still have that white claw, but I will be drinking it out of a 24 karat gold diamond encrusted chalice.
1: (laughs) Come on, you tell me like if they didn't come out with like a limited edition White Claw, only four made in the entire world, it filled, filled with and they made it with like the most amazing ingredients. I was going to say something nasty, but I won't go there. You wouldn't you wouldn't want to buy one?
0: No, because I would get spoiled to that. And it's like there's only four. And that's going to last me, what, an hour and a half? And I got to (laughs) go back to this peasant white claw? What the fuck? You You
1: know, that that makes a good point. We've talked about that before. That's why I don't drink expensive beers or things like that. I'm perfectly happy with the cheap ones. Why get myself used to something that's more expensive, right?
0: Yeah, but no beer is that expensive.
1: No, uh-huh. and, and, I, and I don't drink anymore uh, anyway. So it's a moot point. But that was always the thing. I'd be like drinking like Bud Light, and people like, "Oh, can okay, you drink that crap? Why well, you should drink this Sammy Adams or this ice?" I. They didn't really have uh, craft beers when I was drinking. Um, there wasn't any Bell's or Oberon or anything like that. Uh, a fancy beer was something like a Heineken. Uh, <laughs> So, and, I, would, uh,
0: I I thought you were more of like an old English forty-ouncer, chase it <laughs> with some Mad Dog twenty-twenty.
1: No, no. Although I, I did go, th- I did go through my period of drinking forty, so not like uh, Old English, but just like Bud Light and stuff. I stopped doing that uh, when I dropped a forty on my toe and broke it one day. I was like, beer should beer shouldn't be that heavy. Besides, <laughs> just forty.
0: Fuck! Did you break a toe dropping a forty on it?
1: It was a full forty, dude. I hadn't even opened it yet. That was the embarrassing Jesus. part. I wasn't drunk yet. <laughs> but that the you forties know, suck anyways. I you know uh, even at my best, I couldn't kill a forty before the last third of it was all warm and nasty. Yeah.
0: You drink like a woman.
1: <laughs> You'd be surprised. At one point, I could drink quite a few people under the table. That's because I, I didn't drink beer; I drank Jack Daniels, and I could drink a fuckload of Jack drink Daniels. A forty
0: by the time it went bad. No, no.
1: well, yeah, it's you know, volume-wise, I was not much of a drinker. I, that's why I drank the high-quality stuff. You know, with the with the high alcohol content. Drinking beer was fucking boring. I almost when I was at my worst as an alcoholic, I couldn't get drunk off beer. I couldn't drink it fast enough.
0: Still, if you can't house a forty. You sit down to pee.
1: <laughs> oh, I could, but I wouldn't want to, you know, there is something to be said about enjoying your drink. Uh, a slice talk about how you got hit one, with a 40 once in a story. A 40 is not fucking something you want to get hit with. I bet you it hurt like a fucker. Um, yeah. Uh, but no, I, it, yeah, it's never been my thing. Uh, Jack Daniels was always delicious. Um, uh, like, uh, when I would go to the, uh, bar, I would order a Bud Light and a Jack and a shot of Jack Daniels. Uh, and, you know, I would shoot the Jack Daniels and drink the Bud Light. If I was home, I would just buy a bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> you know, uh, I didn't need a chaser. Uh, the the Jack Daniels was his chaser. I'd take a shot of Jack and chase it with some Jack. Uh, pint every night. Every night. Every night I had a pint of Jack Daniels. If I didn't have a pint of Jack Daniels, it's because I didn't have to work the next day. So I bought a fifth. And I would almost kill that fifth. I don't think I ever killed one, but I was pretty much 90% of the way through it before I realized I had a really bad fucking problem.
0: Yeah, so basically you were pretty much an alcoholic.
1: Oh, definitely, yeah. And people are like, oh, a pint of Jack Daniels isn't that much. I'm like, well, it's about a 12-pack of beer. Would you call someone who drank a 12-pack of beer every single day uh, alcoholic? Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: I-, I think you fit the bill there.
1: Uh, uh, Tanner's asking how many uh, shots in a pint. About 12, about 12 in a, in a pint, I would say. Like I said, that's why I say it's about a, uh, uh, it's about a 12-pack worth of alcohol, I would say. Uh team evil bad guys saying eight. It could be eight, I'm not sure. Uh I uh I, but I did read, it. I thought it was 12. But anyways, regardless, the it's way too much to a drink. Well, I don't know. <laughs> uh let's find out. How many shots in a pint of Jack Daniel?
0: Are you using a typewriter to search the internet?
1: <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> let's see do no uh oh a, a british shots 25 milliliters so those people are fucking idiot. <laughs> uh how many shots are in a pint's trying to 10.67 okay so uh the, the actual uh answer is somewhere between where we were talking about uh almost 11 10.67 so i was closer than team evil bad guys anyways
0: <laughs> that's the first argument you've won in
1: years a uh, goddamn <laughs> right Thank you. I feel really good about it. I got this warm glow in my stomach, just like I uh, drank a whole bunch of Jack Daniels. Man, I remember, man, man that's, we should probably stop talking about Jack Daniels at this point.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, considering you need to focus on going and buying the actual food you should have bought last week.
1: Yes. And man, that was, it's frustrating. Uh, my, like I said, my wife was in the store today. She couldn't find shit. I've been checking the Kroger website. They will not even, you know, there's, they're, they're, uh, I've given up on deliveries, but uh, I keep on checking for pickup because that will at least will let me know what's in the store, and I can just go get it. And they don't have anything there either. I'm almost at the point where I might order from Amazon, Whole Foods, and pay their ridiculously expensive prices because they seem to be the only people that have fucking food anymore.
0: Whole Foods isn't that expensive.
1: Kinda. <laughs> well, it's not that they're. It's not that they charge more for their their things uh, than anybody else. It's that they don't have anything that's uh, affordable. All their stuff is nice. Uh, I will say their fucking meat's amazing. About three weeks ago, we got a couple steaks from there because we couldn't get them from any place else, and they were, while they were like uh, $14.99 a pound, uh, they were really, really good steaks. We were, we were, de- we were depressed at how good they were. <laughs> I was hoping they wouldn't be that good because you know. Then I could go. Oh yeah, that's you know that's just a, a pain too much for nothing. But it was totally worth it. Oh, look, well, look. Yeah, I guess...
0: What's that saying? Uh, you know, you get what you pay for.
1: Yes, very much so. Hey,
0: Sly, how you doing, boss?
1: <laughs> You're on Sly.
0: Sly.
2: Oh, uh, uh, years ago. Just back to the Jack Daniels, real quick. I got something to share, real quick, with everybody. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh I oh, when I first you know, hit the dating scene. There was a girl I was dating from Tennessee and she taught me something about Jack Daniels. Uh, if you notice, it says old number seven in the bottle. Uh-huh. It's a sour mash. It's age seven years. Yep. And I forget what it costs for a fifth of it, but uh, a hack is you really should never buy it because they make another one called George Dickel old number 12. Oh. it's basic it's aged five more years and it costs half the price so you get a much better sour mash whiskey for half the price the reason why people don't buy it is jack daniels has been marketed
1: really well hmm. that's interesting yeah because uh, i remember when i was uh, that, that's interesting because i remember when i was uh drinking and when i was poor i would switch over to a another whiskey occasionally uh it was a canadian whiskey and i can't remember the name of it something like it was but it was a two-word name like something evans or something like that uh whiskey uh, a a yeah it was a canadian whiskey it wasn't as good as jack daniels but it was better than most of the other whiskeys uh, of similar types i can't damn evan williams there you go thank you team evil uh bad guys it was evan williams This, this guy
2: definitely owns a liquor store or something i've been watching him every podcast he knows everything
1: about a liquor store. Either that or one of the two. Yeah, I remember drinking that and uh the taste wasn't that bad, but I remember it giving me a way worse head uh, hangover every day. And I had hangovers every day. <laughs> it was no fun at all. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know, and in addition to the regular Jack Daniels, uh, there's also the Jack Daniels Gentleman Jack, which I enjoyed quite a bit. That's what I buy myself on special occasions when I was feeling saucy. Uh, and then once a year, once a year for Christmas, whenever I got uh, 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 extra money from one of the members, because some of the members uh, during the holiday season will slip me some cash, I would go out and buy a bottle of uh, Jack Daniels single barrel. And man, that stuff was so smooth. Oh, man, that was good. That's the high times of Jack Daniels for me. The, the single barrel stuff was delicious. I always made jokes about how I wanted to spend like the, the, the exorbitant amount of money and buy an actual barrel, a single barrel. Because they'll sell you the entire barrel and send you the barrel that they made it in. Interesting. <laughs> what, what would
0: you do with the barrel?
1: I don't know. It's uh probably use it for a table or something. That's what happened uh at one of our parties, uh, gentlemen. It wasn't Jack Daniels, but you can do that apparently with other uh, alcohols. So the guy ordered a barrel of this this uh, booze, uh, and, and it came with the barrel. Now they put they put uh, all the alcohol in bottles already, so it's more more of a, like a novelty thing. But he had the actual barrel that it was all aged in at the party as part of the deal. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, it is. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I think he made it into a table as well later on. I heard something about him taking it home. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, booze is evil. <laughs> that's my attitude about it now. I realize that that's not that's not true. It's my own failings that make me feel of it as is uh, not a good thing. There's tons of people out there that can drink every day and have no issues with it. Uh, and, I, and I envy them because social drinking is fun. I, you know, I miss that part of it. I miss going to the bar and, and just shoot sh- people and, you know, going to barbecues and w- drinking is such a part of the social fabric of life. The, the fact that I don't kind of makes me an oddball at times.
0: Well, I I don't think it's just that that makes you the oddball, but yeah, if you want to hang your hat on that one, you can.
1: <laughs> Shit. Maybe I should change the subject at this point. Wow. Let's see. We didn't. Oh, okay. I do get something else uh, on current events as well. I was reading an article. Do you know a gentleman was arrested three times in one day in California?
0: Yeah, I heard about that. I didn't actually read the article. What was it for?
1: Uh, you know what? I didn't read it either. I just get, got the headline. I figured you're Mr. Current Events. Uh, so let's find out. Yeah, he was arrested three times, and I know the reason that he was let go is because of the COVID thing. They're, like, doing a no-bail thing, and just releasing people. But you would think, after they caught him the second time, that they were going, oh, God, this guy's just keeping on doing this shit. The third time? Come on. Uh, let's see. Policy's
0: policy. While, While you're looking that up, do you know, like, the <laughs> probably one of the most interesting uh criminals ever found his way uh out of prison oh do you know also? how he did it are so you the speak- guy that uh yeah. oh, go ahead are you
1: speaking about that crazy kidnapping guy
0: uh i don't know what he actually did for his uh for his crimes but the guy's name was stephen russell so what mm-hmm. he did is he escaped from prison um During his time there, he hoarded a bunch of laxatives and he would take these to fake the the symptoms of AIDS. He then smuggled in a phone, called the prison posing as a doctor and asked for any prisoners that may be interested in like a clinical trial for AIDS. Mm. They let him out for the clinical trial. He then faked a death certificate, sent it to the prison and he was out.
1: Wow, I mean, I don't know what his crime was, obviously, but damn, that guy almost deserves to be out. It it just amazes me that someone with that much, uh, so quick on their feet. And so, you know, and so obviously intelligent would end up in a life of crime in the first place. Cause obviously he's not a dumb guy.
0: Well, so he may be a genius, right? Like you think about some of these things that like, once you get to a certain level, like you want to challenge yourself and what better challenge than outsmarting the law
1: yeah yeah you know there probably are people out there like that um obviously i mean obviously there is all those great heists uh, over history of were out uh, carried out by dumb people uh, some people are i guess are smart enough to think that they don't have to worry about the law and uh, of course while we only hear about the ones that get caught there are people out there every day uh, being smart and breaking the law so yeah you're right Oh, and I looked, I looked it up. Uh, this gentleman, uh, on Wednesday, uh, officers responded to a call of a man attempting to break into a vehicle in the city of Glendora in the San Gabriel Valley. According to the police, John Landrum, 24, was allegedly attempting to drive away in the stolen vehicle. Landrum was arrested, issued a citation, and released. About an hour after Landrum was released, the department said it received a call about a man allegedly taking items from residents' front yards. the responding officers allegedly found Landrum on the scene in possession of the stolen items. The officers issued him a citation and recovered the property. Later that night, a car was reported stolen out of a parking lot. Uh, You'll never guess who did it. (laughs) That's right, Mr. Landrum. He was arrested in Pasadena for alleged possession of a stolen vehicle and for evading officers because he ran away this time. He was issued a citation and released. So, um, apparently, if you like doing crime, California is the place to be.
0: I mean, well, I think part of it's it being California and then also just the whole COVID thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like Tenor just posted a fucking terrible goddamn story about the bail reform in New York. So that doesn't even have anything to do with COVID. And there's assholes like this guy that are walking free.
1: Yeah, yeah. He posted uh, yesterday a guy here driving drunk, ran over a 15-year-old girl, left her to die in a ditch and drove home. Uh, cops get there and her bike and shoe were still in the grill of his truck he was released with a ticket not an offense you can still that you can set bail on in new york jesus fucking christ yeah what kind of world are we coming to i was about to make this big joke about how i wanted to move to california when i was younger and i'm so glad that i didn't but apparently it's not just california our entire fucking country is going fucking nutty dude um this is going to sound selfish. I am so glad I don't have kids. I feel sorry for all you people out there that have kids that have to worry about their future. I'm going to be okay. As shitty as this country is going, it's still going to be here in 20 to 40 years when I kick off. Um, I don't know what's going to happen to you guys' kids.
0: Well, the things that I don't get, like all of the things that like made us not be dipshits, like you can't even do anymore. Like there's parents out there getting like fined and arrested and shit for letting their kids go play at the playground by themselves. And I'm not talking about now with the whole COVID like stay at home thing. I'm talking like before that, like yeah. when did this fucking happen? Like I remember growing up from the age of probably like five or six, like I would be outside like doing things like at a, at a park playing basketball or football or something
1: from like basically the time I woke up until it got dark yeah, yeah when I was when I was seven or eight uh we lived in probably about a it's hard to describe it uh, a small neighborhood with nothing else around was surrounded by wood um, it was three streets across and two streets crossing over those streets that was an entire neighborhood probably 30 houses on each street so a small neighborhood uh, at, at the age of seven I was able to ru- run that neighborhood the, the only rule is we couldn't go past Eastwood which was the last street uh, and and Quickly after that, but they never said anything about the woods that there was like several uh, square miles of. Um, So at the age of seven uh, and eight during the summer, they were like, go outside, come back for lunch. (laughs) You come back for lunch. All right. Okay. Go outside, come back for dinner. And that was the entirety of our supervision. We ran wild and which, and it's, it's crazy that kids aren't able to do that now. I realized that the world is a more dangerous place than it was when we were kids. Uh, there are more crazies out there. There just are. Um, but there has to be some middle ground are between really, what
0: though, are there really more crazies out there? Or is it just in the fact now that the news of a crazy person goes countrywide within an instant now where you would have never heard about it in the past?
1: Yeah, possibly. Uh, and I do think in some cases that our parents were a little on the lack side. Um, uh, some of the shit that you know, we did uh, and just the lack of supervision. But uh, the, the way it swung is just not acceptable. Now, in, you know, there's got to be some middle ground. Now kids aren't allowed to do anything. Like you said, parents got arrested for letting their kids walk two blocks to the park by themselves. I've seen stories about uh, parents getting arrested and hassled because they had their kids walk to school. I remember watching one article where this uh, this kid would, did something shitty, so uh, his dad made him walk like two miles to school while he drove behind him to make sure that he was okay. And he still got shit for that, not for safety because because uh, the kid was you know obviously safe with his kid with his dad you know driving behind him, but because he made his son walk two miles, all of a sudden that's a horrible thing to do to a kid. That's
0: just fucking stupid. Uh, no, so, like, the way it is now, like, all it really is is you end up breeding these kids that are socially fucking awkward, that spend all of their, like, non-school time or anything like that sitting at home on the goddamn computer and or in front of a screen, basically with no filter at all, becoming internet trolls. Like, yeah. There's a reason that, like, we see all these school shootings and shit like that because kids are fucking broken. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's you're... a bunch of normal ones. Yeah. Okay. But, like, we have way more broken fucking people nowadays.
1: Yeah. And while I am a huge proponent of technology and the internet in general, I will say that we are raising a generation of people that don't know how to interact with each other because uh, they don't have to anymore. Uh, you know, uh, schools becoming more and more a place to that's what i'm looking for but it just in general like they don't have to go outside to find their friends they interact with people on the internet instead and that's not the same thing uh being able to sit there and think about if nothing else the ability to be able to sit there and think about what you're going to say while that's great for on the internet uh that leaves you in a position where you do not know how to think on your feet in real life uh, I've talked to you know uh, to some of these kids that got jobs here uh, at the country club I work at, and they are. And don't get me wrong, I'm pretty socially awkward. Okay, uh, I look like a fucking Stop amazing no social g. Ge- Never. <laughs> I look, yeah, dude, I look so goddamn smooth compared to some of these kids. I, you know, uh, they don't know how to interact with people at all. They don't have this. They don't read social cues. Uh, half of them won't even look at you in the face while they're talking to you. Uh, it's just weird. Uh, it's an entire generation that that is socially different than us, well,
0: and it's all these people that have no idea that like words can have consequences. Like I definitely grew oh, up yeah. knowing the fact that if I say the wrong thing to the wrong person, they're gonna punch me in the fucking face. Like that doesn't seem to be a worry uh, of people uh-oh.
1: anymore. Yeah, well, your your connection's starting to go, sir. Uh, but we are at the end of the show, so I wouldn't worry about it too no, much. I'm yeah, it's yeah. Right uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the your Daltons are entirely right on that. I uh, have made a career of being polite to people in person, even if I didn't want to, because I'm aware that I have a an intimately punchable face. Uh, someone's actually told me that I have the type of face that people just enjoy punching. Uh, so I've made it a rule to be as polite as I can to people. Cause I do not like getting punched in the face. It's happened before. It was unpleasant. I don't want to repeat it. Uh, and, uh, as he mentioned, be- growing up behind a computer screen, a lot of these kids don't realize the consequences of their actions and until it's, you know, uh, brought to them upon them forcefully, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I hate to say that, that cause I don't have kids, so I don't deal with them day to day. And I'm perhaps being too judgmental. Uh, I'm certainly not judging the parents or the kids. Cause I realize that the parents can only do so much. A kid's going to do what a kid's going to do. And you can be the best parent in the world and still have a shitty kid.
0: Yeah. But that's far less likely. No, 99% you know, of shit kids have shit parents. Yeah. yeah it's no,
1: just no. a thing. No, that is true. If, if you're a shitty parent, you're almost definitely going to have a shitty kid. But you can be a good parent and have a shitty kid. Excuse me. <coughs> Damn. And much rarer, you can be a shitty parent and have a good kid. But you do see that occasionally. Um, A lot of the caddies and stuff I see... Uh, uh, working at the country club um i've talked with some of them you know and a lot some of them are good kids with shitty shitty parents and they latched on to being a caddy as a way out of that shit and luckily for them at least in in uh at our country club it is a way out uh because we offer scholarships and stuff to caddies uh like there's we plenty of caddies that started caddying there when they're 13 and by the time they're 18 they've got a full scholarship to college um this is which i think is pretty cool uh i like uh I'm proud of my club for that. I mean, obviously, I'm not a member. I'm just an employee. Uh, They do do several things like that. I think I mentioned before, all the members are required to (sighs) donate to charity an amount that they spend at the club every year.
0: Well, they're the Jewish mob, so they're doing that for a tax (laughs) write-off.
1: See, I always love when people say, uh, oh, they're just doing it for a tax write-off. I'm not a tax expert, but I'm assuming that uh, writing off a million dollars gets you less money than keeping the million dollars.
0: So you'd be surprised how much write-offs can actually take away from your tax burden.
1: Right, but it's not less than the actual amount, is it? I mean, not more than the actual amount. I mean, if I donated a million dollars to charity, I don't get a million dollars off my taxes. So some of
0: these people, as complicated of taxes as they have, they actually Mm do. Really? Because when you start taking a look at, like, capital gains and, like, all of the other things that they're going to have, like, income streams that you don't have and probably never will. Mm -hmm. Like there are a lot of things there where they need to do things like that to like bump down to a next tax bracket or like things like that. They'll actually return greater than what you end up giving charitably.
2: Hmm.
0: So yeah, taxes are, we have complicated taxes way too fucking far. Like literally taxes should be, your income level and then here's just a percent tax that this is what it's going to be by allowing all of these write-offs and loopholes and carried interest and depreciation and everything like that like it is absolutely fucked and it's rigged for rich people or people that just absolutely know the tax code
1: yeah yeah and and you're right i think a I'm not a uh, expert at all, but I think like a percentage for everybody would be fair. People are like oh rich people should pay more. no no they, if rich people make money they they deserve to earn to you know keep their money too. I think it should be a percentage like I don't know like twenty percent everyone has paid has to pay twenty percent tax. Uh, that would be fair, but you you are right that it's not fair that rich people could uh, manage to manipulate the system and pay less than they're supposed to.
0: So I'm not necessarily a big fan of flat tax. Like it if you think about it just super logically, yes, it makes a lot of sense, but it does overburden people at a lower income level. Like kind of the way you have to do it is a tiered system, like we have. Like for the first for the first twenty thousand dollars you make, basically you're paying nothing. Between twenty and forty thousand, you're paying like fifteen percent. Just throw out some hypotheticals, right? You get up to the point you're making like a hundred thousand dollars a year, you're paying like thirty percent once you're hundred thousand dollars up to a million, you're paying like 35, like anything where we have these like crazy billionaires, like it's not going to hurt their bottom line or their standard of living to be contributing like 40, 45% on that everything over like 10 million Mark. Hmm. I suppose. I think a lot of people don't understand is like when people propose these things that say, like, anyone making over a billion dollars will be taxed at like 80%, they're only talking about once you get that dollar over a billion, that dollar is now taxed at like the 80%. Everything before that was taxed at a, a step down level as you get into each of the brackets.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Okay. That makes a more sense. And it's, I, I guess you're right. That makes more sense. And it's a lot fairer system, but on the surface to me, it always seemed like, wait a minute, you made more money. So you have to pay more money. You're already paying more money because you made more money. So, that's, you know, it just, it didn't seem fair. And I'm not one to like stand up for the rich people's rights, But it didn't, you know, on the surface of it, you know, you are saying, yeah, you know, I made a hundred thousand dollars this year. So I have to pay 40% taxes. Well, I made $20,000 this year. So I didn't have to pay shit, <laughs> you know? Uh, Yeah, but for my first
0: $20,000, I didn't have to pay shit either. Even though I made $100,000.
1: Yeah, it it makes a little more sense that way. I see, I didn't, that's not something I ever studied since obviously I don't make enough money to have to worry about it. I've never done anything besides the standard deduction.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's where like anytime you hear someone say, like I've heard people say some super ridiculous things like, oh, I didn't take this new position because it would put me in a new tax bracket and I would actually make less money. No, you're retarded like that's not how taxes work that's not how the different levels work but carry on and continue being middle management
1: oh interesting yeah well i learned something today that's good and we made it to the end of the show without having to struggle for topics it's been a good show <laughs> um, god damn god god damn it Uh, as always I'd like to thank the OG chat army for showing up you guys are great you guys are the show Uh, Ryan I want to thank you for being my co-host and for all the workout advice you got anything left sir two things Mm -hmm. get the fucking food
0: you need and get on the goddamn diet so you're not wasting the fucking workouts okay and secondly Mm -hmm. fuck all 'all.
1: (laughs) y'all we'll be back tomorrow at 6 p.m. Uh talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye. Be you.
2: Hey,